I'm so glad that you're here. You're listening to What the Fuck Did She Just Say? with your host, that's me, Sandra Priestley. I'm all about living our best life and finding our zone of brilliance and then removing the resistance so that we can go all in. I say random crazy shit, which is why I called this podcast the way that I did, and I really hate long, drawn-out intros, so let's fucking go. Hello there, gorgeous. Welcome back to another episode. Last week was episode number 25, full episode number 25. I do have a bonus in there, but... um. Did you know that most people never get to episode 25 of their podcast? So I feel like I'm just fucking killing it just by being here. But thank you so much for all of my listeners who listen every week. Like you are rock stars committed to personal growth and I am here for it. So last week's episode, I talked about the company's coming cookbook series written by Jean Perret. And I just love her story. I love everything about Jean. And if you were, if you're on my newsletter, you'll know that the reason that I wrote it was because I actually, I have over 200 companies coming, coming cookbooks. I started, I started collecting them when I was in high school. And I just continued to the point where it became an obsession where every single time there was a new cookbook out, like I seriously started thinking to myself, Jean, stop writing these, stop writing them. I can't afford to pay for them. (laughs) I was in university or whatever, you know, but I was like, I had to have all of the cookbooks because I'd collected so many of them. And I don't know how many today the brand has, but probably over 300. I stopped collecting them when Jean's retired and stopped writing them and her and her kids started to take over. But she passed away in December, 2022 at the age of 95. I swear the key to long life is to doing the things that you love. I swear it. And In her lifetime, so she wrote over 200 cookbooks, 17,000 recipes she wrote herself before she retired. 17,000. Isn't that amazing? Just in itself. And she was one of the top selling cookbook authors in the world. She sold over 30 million copies before 2011, 30 million. And she's from a small town in Alberta, Canada. Like really, but this is what I want you to know about her as far as business goes. What I, I just loved her story. I loved her business story. I love the reason that she named things. Like I loved all the things about Jean Perret, I'm telling you, but her story is fabulous. So Jean used to have a catering business. And one of the things that she, she always had lots of was squares. 
So in cat, I, I don't know if you call them squares all over the world, but like, you know, little, little things, little treats cut into squares, like desserts cut into squares and we call them squares. Um, but she had this catering business and she always had lots of squares in, in her, whatever she was catering for. And so she said that a lot of the times more than one person would say to her, why don't you put these in a recipe or put these recipes in a cookbook? So we don't have to keep asking you for them because they would continually ask her for the recipes because they were so amazing. That is why she got started. People were asking her to create a cookbook because her recipes were so amazing and they kept asking her for the same ones over and over and over and over again. How often does that happen for us? How often is it that someone says, you know what you should do? Or someone, a friend of ours, a family member of ours, a random person in the hockey rink says to us, you know what you should do? You're amazing at this. This is the thing that stands out for me. What you should do is this. And you instantly have that, oh, really? That would be fun. That would be amazing. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? And then all of the bullshit thoughts come into the back of your mind, you know, like we, we, we start to listen to the subconscious thoughts that go, are you fucking kidding me? We can't do that. We're going to put ourselves out there. Let me give you the list of all the reasons why this is a stupid idea. And we don't even know that our subconscious mind is saying this stuff, but it is. And the thing that I love about Jean was she didn't listen to that. She didn't listen to any of the reasons why someone would say, you can't do that. I mean, what would be the reasons that she would have? I'm too busy. I don't know how to write a cookbook. I don't know where to find a publisher. I don't know what it would be called. I don't know how to do this process. I'm just from a small town. I'm busy with my catering business. I mean, I can come up with a zillion bullshit reasons why not to or why why people would assume you can't, but Jean didn't listen to any of the ones that were coming up for her. And she started that cookbook business. Like, wow. Right. And PS, if you are listening, I want to know, I want to know what is it that people see in you that you've held yourself back from? What is a skill that you have or a gift that you have or a strength that you have that literally people have said, you know what you should do is, and you hold back. I know I've got a friend who literally would make the most amazing cookbook writer, the most amazing. I also have a friend who would make the most amazing nonprofit director. Like, oh, I can just see it in them. They just 
have this magic. Like for me, I know when I'm on the right track, when I'm talking to someone and their eyes start to sparkle, or when I'm looking at myself and my eyes start to sparkle, because sometimes it'll happen when I'm doing a live video. It's like, ah, there's the magic. Pay attention to when someone's eyes fucking sparkle. That's like their soul lighting up. If we go there instead of listening to the bullshit in our subconscious minds, wow, what could we accomplish? And P.S. Did you know I have a 365-day group challenge that has just started that is all on releasing all of those subconscious thoughts because it's the subconscious thoughts that control 95% of our behavior. They are the ones I've been saying this lately, but it's like, it's stuck in my mind. They're like a three-year-old pyromaniac in your basement with a blowtorch. That's what's happening. This is what your subconscious mind does to your dreams. And all we need to do is bring that out and then realize, well, I don't know where that came from, but that's been holding me back. And once you make it known to the universe, it ceases to be a problem. We want to have beliefs that are not limiting us. We want to have beliefs that tell us, let's go. I see the sparkle in my eyes. I know this is going to be the right thing. Let's open the door and see what's on the other side. Okay. That was a little tangent, but I am totally in love with my year long 2023, the power project side note. That's like a shameless plug, but fuck, it's amazing. I'm already learning so much about myself. All right. So here's the other thing that I loved. The name of her cookbook companies coming came from her life. When you are naming something, Let it be something you say all the time. Don't try to name a cookbook, a book, your car, um, (laughs) I don't know, a course, a coaching package. Don't name it something that someone else uses that you don't even say, or worse that you, you can't fucking pronounce probably like, or properly, because that is just not going to ever fly off your tongue. Like, what if it's something that you say all the time, right? So this is the origin of the book's names. She said, Jean said, when I was growing up, it was the end of the depression and my mom fed more men. They were um, unemployed men that were riding the rails, looking for work and food. And so she fed the men who came off the train. She said, our house was straight north from the train. And we'd sit on the couch and look out the window. And when we'd see men walking up towards the house, we'd say, mom, company's coming. Okay. Is that not the coolest reason to have a series of books called company is coming? Like, holy shit. 
I never knew that. I always thought it was a good idea. Oh, company's coming. I love it. And I, I had so many of the books that I just stopped paying attention to the fact that there was any sort of meaning that company might be coming. It was just the name of the books, the 200 that I had. And, but when I think about her creating a business and 200 plus cookbooks with the name companies coming and the name having that tie to her past, it just becomes so much more powerful, doesn't it? Oh, I just love it so much. I love it so much. I love Jean Perret so much. Oh, Anyway, and this is the last thing about her story that I loved or the last thing that I'm going to talk about today, how her business flourished was she listened to her intuition or to her gut. She listened to her gut and then she took action. And she said, it was like a door opened and I went through the door. And I did whatever, whatever the thing was that she was expected to do through that door. And as soon as she did it, another door opened. What if we all did that? What if we all had a gut feeling, paid attention to that gut feeling instead of insistent or like instantly dismissing it? And listening to our subconscious thoughts, right? Hey, back to the power project in my journaling. But what if we just listened to our intuition, noticed when the dang thing showed up in front of us and opened the door? What if we just did that? What if we just opened that door and did the thing, whatever it happened to be, that was in that doorway? What if this is the little treats along the way? What if this is like you get an intuition or an intuitive hit and it's really God, the universe, spirits, angels saying, here, I'm going to give you this gift and you hear it and you think, fuck, that's brilliant. And then that same higher power hands you an opportunity for you to experience that would be tied to that intuitive hit. And they send it to you and you see it and you go, oh yeah, don't want to open that door. And God upstairs is like, oh, I am telling you what to do. You just have to open the door. Put your hand on the door, turn the knob, open the damn door. But instead, we get these ideas and we dismiss them. We get these opportunities and we don't take the step because we're too damn scared to fail. But what if the key to success is listening to our intuition, opening the damn door when the experience sets in, and then taking the action no matter, no matter what the outcome is and the action itself opens another fucking door. I am in love with this whole concept of just 
listening and taking action. And I am learning it once again from Jean Perret, my inspiration from the kitchen from, for 20 years. <laughs> oh, I love Jean Perret. <laughs> and I love this story. I love her story. And I hope that somehow this has an impact on what you came here to do. Where are your eyes sparkling? What are you talking about when your eyes light up? When you get an intuitive hit, is there a door? Is there a pathway? Is there something that shows up in your life that goes, oh, wait, that feels synchronistic? And if it is, open a thing. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've had some laughs, maybe some ideas, and that you've been inspired to take some type of action toward the life you've always dreamed of. If you feel so called, I would love it if you would share with your besties and leave a review down below. I look forward to bringing you along on this journey and I will see you in the next episode.